Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. I have to tell you, uh, of course, and I know for all of us to a greater or lesser extent, uh, it's been a challenging week. I know it has been a challenging week or two for me. Uh, so many things have happened. So, Sheila, what I decided to do is I decided to write a message for me. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes the rabbi just needs a little ministering to and a little blessing. And so I decided to write a message to myself. And so uh, th that's the truth. If it blesses all of you, then great. Great. That would be bonus. That would be icing on the cake. Uh, and I'd be very happy about that uh, because I know that really for all of us to a greater or lesser extent in America and all, it's been a challenging 18 months, hasn't it? Oh my goodness, we are all wearing down on this thing. You know, you just get the sense that people are just, whoo, boy, you know what? The, the, the musicians were singing, we will walk and not grow weary. Oh yeah, Lord, keep, keep preaching it. Keep singing it, psalmist. We need that, uh, that's for sure. And, um, and I want to start off by just kind of being really honest and, and vulnerable, if you will, a little bit about just how things have been going. I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not getting into, you know I don't get into the po political side of things. I'm not going into getting into the politics one way or another and how people... But, but you all know that, that the country is just in a kind of a turmoil right now. And like you, uh, and, and so, and so I, I want to review a little bit about even the last week or two uh, about just some things that have been going on uh, that, that for sure uh, can, uh, can, be, can be discouraging. Uh, I'll just put it that way. And then I want to let's really look into the word of what the Bible says so, so that we can uh, put it all in perspective, okay? But first, I think it, it makes sense to be, be honest about everything that's going on. And one of the things that's going on that is so very true is like you, I was really hoping that we were nearing the end of all this COVID stuff. Oh my gosh, I was just like, you know, please God, you know, hoping we were at the end of all this stuff. I know that all of you were too, are too, uh, and, you know, it was looking for a while, like, for whatever, you know, everybody's got their opinions as to why, but it looked like we were kind of nearing the end of this thing. Towards the end. And then suddenly it's like, rawr, everything's back up again. And, uh, and, and it's, it's just, wow, boy, I tell you what, it's, 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 a, it's weary, wearisome. And, and I know it is for all of you, no matter what your political persuasion, 
my goodness, to, to, to have seen this kind of jack back up again. At the beginning of July, there were less than 450 COVID-related hospitalizations in Georgia. Latest report today, over 4,000. Cases at 350 per day back then. Yesterday, over 7,000 reported just in, in, in one day. We now have multiple members with COVID again uh, within the congregation. One is hosp- uh, two are hospitalized, as I mentioned. One is on a ventilator. Please be in prayer. In the last week or two, three different Messianic congregations in Florida have lost people to COVID. One of the senior leaders of the Messianic Jewish movement in the Caribbean just passed away from COVID. My friend and the son of the Messianic rabbi, the son of the Messianic rabbi that brought my grandmother to the Lord, his name was Danny, about my age, went on to be with the Lord from COVID. Uh, Of blessed memory, my grandmother, his father led my grandmother uh, to, to the Lord. Uh, and, and so, uh, again, just a, a tragedy. And, of course, my old friend, Rabbi Scott Sekula, went to be with the Lord this week, also from COVID. So Rabbi Scott found his Jewish Messiah uh, right here at Beth Hillel uh, and was mentored by my father, Rabbi E. And, uh, and i got to tell you, I am profoundly saddened by this when I heard the news Yesterday, I was profoundly saddened by this. I ask that you pray for his wife, Judy, uh, and their daughter, Natalie. It was, uh, it was uh, it, very, very sad. I was uh, honored to uh, go to the, the, their congregation, had a prayer vigil this past Monday for Rabbi Scott, and I was uh, honored to be there to just lift it up in prayer and just to lift up that congregation, too, in prayer. And, uh, and, and, and boy... So many right now, so many Messianic congregations are in mourning this week. So many are right now. Uh, and uh, as you heard, we're now having to confirm masks for High Holy Days and Tuesdays. This was not our original plan in any way, shape, and f- uh, or form, no doubt about that. Sadly, due to increases, I'm just trying to give you a picture of the last week or so, sadly due to increases in COVID in both Israel and the U.S. and the new restri- and the restrictions that Israel has put on, this week we had to announce that we were delaying our trip to Israel, which was scheduled for October, and I'm really, really bummed about that. Uh, my father, you all know Rabbi E, had the top knuckle on his big toe amputated due to an infection. Uh, very recently, and then, of course, we got the announcement yesterday that the rehab facility that my father is recovering in and will be for some number of at least weeks to come just notified us that due to increased COVID numbers, they were now not allowing any visitors at all, absolutely no visitors, which is not good for my dad, as, as you all know, uh, and everything. And, and, of course, Even within the body of Messiah, people are now so incredibly polarized and the issues that are all around, as you all know, know, I try to avoid social media. I encourage you to avoid social media to the extent that you can. But the issues are so polarizing and very, very divisive. Uh, I've heard from people this week who are livid, livid with others who are not getting the vaccine. Man, they are livid with people not getting the vaccine. Uh, and, and, but I've also heard from another couple who 
were offended that I spoke to them with a mask on and said they're not going to be coming back because of this. Um, this has been kind of my week, y'all, okay? This, is, this has been my week. Okay? And, but, but I'm not just saying, man, these were not, these were not members, by the way, but, uh, but visitors. But, but, but still here, I'm not complaining. And this is not just me, my friends. You, you understand, because most of this is, most of everything that I just mentioned is not even really about me at all. It's, it's not about me, per se. None of this stuff is. And, and, but regardless of your political views or, or, or persuasions, if you will, all of us have suffered from this. Many of you, I mean, whether it be relationships, no matter what side of everything that you take, relationships are, are, are challenged. And, and, and just e- even if you're, even if you're just, just trying to just love people, you see it out there, what's, what's going on. Listen, I, I don't believe in, in sugarcoating stuff. Friends, we as the body of Messiah got to be able to directly address these things and not be Pollyanna about them and say that oh, everything's just fine when everything's not fine. Things are challenging right now, y'all, and, and, and it's okay to admit that. Do you realize that in the body of Messiah, we're going to undergo some struggles and some trials and some tribulations, and this is just the beginning in terms of the, the big, big picture, friends. We got to be a strong body that is going to be unified no matter what comes our way. Amen? This is really very much how I feel about this. So listen, this, this is an exercise for us in and pushing through in the Lord. But, but, but all this stuff, many of you have been feeling this churning. I want to look to the word for some answers. Psalm 13. Let's go to Psalm 13 to start. And man, I am telling you what. Woo, get ready, David. I'm talking about David of the Bible. Get ready, David. He's going to say it. David's about to enter 2021. Get ready. It's about to happen. Here it comes. David's about to speak into 2021. Verse 1. Let's start. We're just going to read the beginning of this. For the music director, a psalm of David. How long, Adonai? (laughs) There you go, my friends. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> right, Shelly? I mean, I didn't know how you're feeling. Oh my gosh, David is has he been transported to 2021? Man, I should do some kind of cool new, new, numeric evaluation of Psalm 13 and somehow say that equals 2021. <laughs> I could I could really get on TV with that. Not interested. <laughs> How long, Adonai? How long? Hello. Oh, David, 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 David. Yes, yes, yes. How long? Come on. Don't you feel that way in some form or fashion regarding all this that we've been going through here? Man, it seemed like we were getting past this thing. Man, it really seemed like we were getting past this thing. It's not like we've been struggling for this thing for just like a couple days or a week or two. This has been going on 18 months. Seems like we were getting past this thing a lot, right? How long, right? That's that's what David's asking in Psalm 13, and I'm feeling it. I got to be honest with you. I'm feeling that one. How, I I know that a lot of you are feeling it too. How long? long. Listen to the psalmist as we continue reading in Psalm Psalm 13. It seems like he's talking about America. Psalm 13, verse 2, how long, Adonai, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I have cares in my soul and daily sorrow in my heart? 
How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look at me and answer a deny, my God. Light up my eyes or I will sleep in death. Or else my enemy will say, I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. Oh my goodness, do you hear that? Wow, that really, that could be written for today. That really, that is written for today. You understand. Do you feel the lament of David here as he's going through it? But beloved, it's easy to become shaken. It's easy to be shaken. But I want to point out to you, friends, that there is a difference between being genuinely sad over the things that we've experienced over the last 18 months and this re surge resurgitation uh, there's a, there's a difference between being genuinely sad over these things that the, the trials and tribulations versus having your faith shaken and fall see it's okay if if there's some lamentations hello there's a whole book about that in the bible if you don't know you know jeremiah jeremiah the weeping jewish prophet was a regular lamenter that the guy had to be near a box of Kleenex all the time. <laughs> he was constantly crying. You know, he, he was lamenting. That was a lot of bad stuff going on that he was talking about and prophesying and Israel was in bad shape. But the point is, is that it's okay to lament and to weep some and to, and, and to be like, oh my goodness, how long? You know, it, it's, it's okay to be saddened when we hear things happen. You know, and, and, and some of the even things that have happened lately, it's, it's, it's sad we think about these things, and, and that's okay, the, and their trials, and the tribulations, and the challenges, and, and what do we do with this, and how do we handle that person, and how do we show love here, and even in spite if we disagree with them on whatever side you're on, right? But, but there's a difference between that and having your faith shaken and fall. There's some people who have, I assume you know this, there's some people whose faith has been shaken and fallen. Boy, Zolotov, that is not good. But, but I know it to be true amongst the body in general. And, and even within the congregation, you know, there's some people, some people haven't been back yet, of course, as you know. But I know that they're watching. They'll send me communications and say, oh, wonderful message, Rabbi, you know, and, and oh, just wanted to ask about this, and I'll be in touch with them. But some people have kind of gone radio silent, right? You know, and I haven't seen them in the radio silent. I'm going, oh, come on now. And, and I'll, you know, I'll try to reach our, our, uh, our Havra leaders will reach out and stuff, but still a little bit radio. What happens? You know, it's easy to kind of fade out, and especially with all the Mishagas that's going on in our country right now, and, 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 and with this whole uh, Hazarai. You, 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 you just, you understand that some people are just weary and, they, and they, they just start kind of fading away. That's what we can't do. It's perfectly normal for us to have seasons in our lives where we say, how long? That's perfectly normal. Difficult seasons come. And I gotta tell you, difficult seasons often stay longer than we want for them to stay. Oh, man, Rabbi, what a great encouraging message. No, I know, I know, listen. <laughs> listen, if it, hang with me now, hang with me, because, you know, I got more here. Don't, don't tune out yet. Don't touch that mouse. <laughs> but remember, I'm preaching to myself. So if you're blessed and wonderful. Okay, sometimes these difficult situations are much longer than we want. But do you hear the heart 
of David. Do you hear the heart of King David? He was already anointed to be king, yet he was on the run, he was on the run from King Saul for years. Years. He was on the run. He had already been anointed by Samuel, Shmuel, the prophet, king. Boy, you know, you think, boy, everything's going to be hunky-dory. He's announced king. No, no, no. Years of running from King Saul for his life. He even had to take refuge with the Philistines for a while. I mean, I don't know if you know, but the Philistines were not exactly our good buds. You can totally understand David's frustration in Psalm 13. He is even so weary that he almost feels like God has forgotten him. Right, Jay? How long? I, I could just hear him yelling that out. Oh, uh, God. He says, I don't know. I don't know. God, how long? Goodness. Woo, boy. Perhaps you've been there at one time or another. Just tired. Tired of it all. Tired of flipping on the TV, and it's always about this stuff. And it's tired of flipping on social media, and it's all this, and then there's you know, back and forth and disagreement. You just, sometimes you just get tired of it, and people, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Are you, what are you doing with this? What are you doing with that? Sometimes we just get tired. Sometimes you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. All right? I mean, after all this time, how long? Mm. But there's a reason why David was a, a man after God's heart. Because he, he understood God, Garrett, even when, even when his flesh was just absolutely plug wore out, you know, and tired of everything. Uh, and, and, and I imagine especially when it didn't look like relief was just right in sight. <laughs> because here it was, he, he was... He was not king for so long, Saul was trying to kill him. This happened for a year and year and year and years and years and years and years after he was anointed, that he wasn't king, you know, and and there had to be a time where he was in the middle of it thinking, wow, God, I'm faithful to you, but man, boy, it's not going to happen anytime soon, and man, how long, I mean, how long you just get, but you see, he was close to God. He was close, he loved the Lord so, and so he had an understanding in spite of all that other stuff. How does he conclude this particular psalm? How does this chapter conclude? Well, in the last verse of the psalm, David regains perspective and makes a new conclusion. Psalm 13, verse 6. Here's what he says at the end of this psalm where he's just been like, how long, God? I'm just, I'm I'm wore out. King David says this, but, mm, but I trust in your loving kindness My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to Adonai because he has been good to me. Mm. Can someone say amen? Amen. Yes, yes, I know. I I, I told you, I'm applauding. I'm applauding myself. Thank you, Lord. Yes, I'm encouraged by that. Isn't it interesting how this verse comes at the end of this particular psalm? In some ways, it doesn't make any sense. It's so contrary in many ways in tone to everything we read in the first five verses before that. How long? How long? How long? How long? And yet even in David's despair, he knows the truth. 
Oh, beloved, that's a message for all of us. It's hard to see it sometimes, but we know it is true. We know it's true. If we trust in God as David did, then our hearts can still rejoice because we know of God's loving kindness. And at the end of the day, no matter whatever it is that you are going through, God has been good to you. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. Dara and Mark and I have been talking over the last few weeks about all that is going on and different things going on in our lives and that we see and, and, and then people around us. But then God has given us reminders, right, of, of other people going through things. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, you feel woe is me until you see, you know, somebody uh, who's, you know, it was, uh, it's, it's like it reminds me of the old saying, I, I used to feel badly that I didn't have any shoes until I saw somebody without any feet. And, 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 you know, those perspective changes can, can, really, uh, can really enlighten us, I think, and, and change our attitude and perspective on things. And so it was, such it was with King David in Psalm 13. In spite of this, I agree with this, I don't agree with that. How long, how long is this pandemic going to be? Hey, God, you have been good to me. God has been good to us, my friends. He has been good to us because I'm going to tell you something, friends. I have some news for you. Eventually, eventually, the pandemic is going to pass. Oh, praise God. Baruch Hashem, may it be so soon. Eventually, this pandemic will pass. It surely, it most surely has not been on my time. <laughs> It has not been a, but it will pass. And my friends, truly one day, one day if we follow the Lord, we will see those dear ones who have gone on to be with the Lord again. We will see them again. He has been so good to us. Relative to eternity, my friends, all the trials and struggles we have on this earth will seem like dust in the wind. But it's so hard to have that perspective in the moment, isn't it? It's so hard to have that perspective in the right here and right now. It was for David. You're in good company. Or I'm sorry, it's written to me. I'm in good company. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy in the moment to say, how long? <laughs> Come on. Come on already. How long? Oh my gosh. It was, it was hard in the moment, just like it was for King David. But finally he concludes, which by the way, I've concluded also, reading the word of God, that God's loving kindness is trustworthy. And God has been good to me. And guess what? He's been good to you also. Psalm chapter 30. You know, it's interesting because on Passover, what do we say? On Passover, we sing a whole song that we sing every Passover. It's not Eliyahu Hanavi. It's not Lashanah Ba'abe Yerushalayim. So anybody got to guess what it is? Nachon, Nachon, Chavarim. Nachon, correct. Dainu, right? We sing it every Passover. Dainu, meaning what? It is enough. It's enough. It's enough what God did. It's enough that God did. 
when he was rescuing us from slavery. It was enough. Dainu. But more than this did he do. We say that every Passover, don't we? We sing the song, you know, die, die, anu, die, die, you all know it, okay. But, but do we really mean it? We say it every, every Passover. We say it, hey, listen, it's enough. It's enough what God has done for us. We say it every Passover. But do we really, really mean it? Because if we do, then it is enough. It is enough. However much he's done for us, it's enough. It's so interesting to look at, to look at the song and to think of Passover in that context. We, right, right, Michelle, we talk about how, you know, whatever he did, yet more than this did he do, more than this did he do, more than this did he do. And, you know, perhaps God will do more for us down the road. Perhaps he will. But even if he doesn't, die anew. Dainu, even if he doesn't, Dainu. That's the attitude that we have to have, my friends, that's really hard. That's really hard stuff to, to learn and live. I know it is for me. I certainly struggle with it at times. But it's something that we're called to do. Psalm chapter 30, verse 3 says this, Adonai, my God, I cried to you for help, and you healed me. Adonai, you brought my soul up from Sheol. You kept me alive so I would not go down to the pit. Sing praise to Adonai, his faithful ones, and praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Ooh, how long? Hey, hey, my brother, sister, listen. You're watching, you're listening, you're here. How long weeping may stay for the night? Now, I have to tell you, <clears throat> the length of the night may vary. <laughs> Sometimes I try to go to bed early. It doesn't usually work out for me. It's not often. But sometimes I try to go to bed early, but I can't sleep. You, you guys know this sometimes. You, when you'll try to go to bed and maybe you're like, you know what? I really need a good night's sleep. I'm going to go to bed early. And sometimes you'll just lay there in the bed on that pillow and your eyes just bling wide open, right? And like, I'm trying to go to sleep. And the eyes are just wide open, right? I know you've never been there before. And, and what happens, you know, I'm sure that's happened to you. Stay up, toss and turn, sometimes seems like all night. Seems like the night goes on forever, doesn't it? It's like you're laying there and, you know, time just seems to pass so slowly when you're trying to go to sleep and you can't. It's just like, oh my gosh, I've been laying here for four hours. Look at the clock, 10 minutes. LAUGHTER <laughs> The night just goes on and on and on, right? Or, or, or if you're sick, right? You're, sometimes you're sick and you're, you're like, oh, <laughs> you got a cold or something, the flu bug. Not COVID, not COVID. I'm not, I'm not invoking the name there. You got some regular sickness, right? And, and the way we all used to get sick, the good old days. <laughs> oh, need counseling. Uh, and, 
And you know, when you're like at night and, 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 you're, in, and, you're, and you're thinking, man, I gotta get, I gotta get better, I gotta get better, and, and you just toss it and turn and toss it and turn, and the night seems to last forever. Doesn't it? It's like, man, I just, I just wanna get some sleep. I gotta feel better. My muscles are aching. Oh, the night goes on forever, and you just kind of feel like, wait for it, wait for it. How long? <laughs> How long? How long is this night going to take? How long until I go to sleep? You know, we see, my friends, that there are seasons where we may weep or we may have to cry out to God. That's okay. It's okay to weep. That's, there's nothing wrong with, with weeping or, or crying out to God. That's a good thing, but weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. There is a morning, my friends. There is a morning. Perhaps it's night for you in an area of your own life. Maybe you're like, wow, RK, boy, God bless them. You know, I think things are going great. I'm having a good time. I'm an introvert, and I'm just not having to talk to anybody or see anyone. And Whoa, boy, this thing is wonderful. I mean, bad for other people, but I, I'm really happy. Okay, well, God bless you. You know, listen, good for you. That's okay. I've, there are people like that. You know, I've talked to people like that. They are surely watching from home right now. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, that, but, but for, for, for other people, and it might not even be this whole COVID stuff. It might be some other area in your life. It might be a financial situation. It might be a relational situation. It might be a, a, a situation with, with your children or, 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 or a situation at work. Whatever it is, it just seems like night is going on. It's if, whatever it is, right? Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up, my friend, because joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. We have to hold on to that, my friend. Well, what does the psalmist say? He continues a little bit further down in Psalm 30, verse 12. He says this. He's talking to God. He said, God, you turn my mourning, M-O-U-R-N, my mourning into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. So my glory will sing to you and not be silent. Adonai, my God, I will praise you forever. Ooh, ooh, our man is right, Gary. Ooh, boy, you are right. Friends, I want to tell you something. God is in the business of turning things around. <laughs> God is in the business of turning things around, my friends, contrary, contrary to what some hyper-faith teachers preach. We are not promised a rose garden. Hello. We are not promised all, all things are going to be easy and everything always goes well and easy. Friends, we are not even promised our next breath. Rabbi E used to say that. Honestly, there are plenty of things I don't understand. You're the rabbi. <laughs> yeah, that does not impress God, trust me. God does not refer to me as Rabbi Kevin, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> There are plenty of things I don't understand. Why, God, did you allow this? Why, God, did you allow that? Why is this happening? Why is that? I don't know everything, but like King David, I know that God specializes in the big picture. He loves to turn our mourning into dancing. He loves to clothe us in joy. Yeah, yeah. 
regardless of what the circumstances are, regardless of that laundry list I read at the beginning. No, it's still, God specializes in this kind of stuff if we, L-E-T, if we let him do it. Another rabbi-eism coming out right there. If we, L-E-T, if we let God do it in our lives. You know, this is the first Shabbat that we're in right now. This is the first Shabbat in the Hebrew month of Elul. And in the month of Elul, of course, it's the month that immediately precedes the high holy days. Whenever you hit the month of Elul on the Hebrew calendar, when you turn your fancy Bethlehem calendar, by the way, we have our new Bethlehem calendars from Israel that have just arrived. I haven't got them all packaged up yet. We'll get them ready for high holy days, but really excited. The new calendars are in from Israel. We always, for our members, uh, and they'll be available in the gift shop as well. But when you turn your nice Bethlehem calendar and it says Elul, we are now in the month of Elul. This is the first Shabbat in the month of Elul. When it turns to Elul, you know, uh-oh, special season. Why? Because High Holy Days is coming up next, or coming up next. In fact, in just a few weeks or early this year, and in the month of Elul, it is said that the king is in the field. It is an ancient proverb that, that talks about the fact that as we approach this time of Yom Teruah, right, Rosh Hashanah, Ve Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, which are times of, of, of incredible repentance and judgment also uh, as part of that. But the month of Elul is the month before, and the king is in the field, meaning that it, he, is, he has not taken his place, that he takes place on Yom Kippur on the judgment throne, right? He, he's coming, he's coming to that place, but right now he's available to us. He's in the field. He's always available to us, my friends, until we breathe our last. You know, then, then, then he's, he's on that, that throne and, and, and we're, we're all judged at that point, right? But the point is, is that right now, it said the month of Elul, it's symbolic of the king is in the field. God is ready, available to us. We have not yet reached the high holy days. Yom Kippur is still a few weeks away. Now is the time where God is considered most relatable and approachable, if you will, in challenging seasons in our life, we must run to God all the more. When you have seasons like we're in right now, friends, we got to turn and run to God all the more to cry on his big shoulders. When my twins were, were little and, and they got weary, Sometimes, and you all, if, if you're a parent here, you've experienced this at one time or another, where, where your little kid, when they, when they finally run themselves out, it's amazing how much energy children have. <laughs> I, it seems to me that they are requiring more and more energy the older I get, children. <laughs> I don't know if that's... In any case, you, you remember when your kids were young and they'd run around, they'd finally wear themselves out and they were weary, what do they do? Sometimes they just literally collapse on you. You know, you might be sitting there and they just kind of collapse on you and, and, and you and you just take them and you just hold them right there and sometimes, boom, they just <laughs> fall asleep and, and you think, oh, wow, how cute. Oh, look, look, Tiffany, look, look, look at, oh, my son, he's just falling asleep on me. Oh, look at my daughter falling asleep on me. Oh, oh, they're slobbering all over me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Okay, it's beautiful though. Friends, God is ready for us to fall upon him. He's got big shoulders. 
He does not mind at all. He loves when we just go to him. He is there for us. He's ready to catch us. Friends, God is ready to catch us. He's ready to help us in these seasons when there's all this kind of this consternation out there uh, in the world around us. And especially when we're struggling with things, we just gotta, we just gotta keep looking at him. We gotta keep praising him, no matter what the circumstances look like. That's what, that's what David was doing in the psalm. You gotta keep praising him. There's a, for any of you who are struggling with something that has been a long-term, maybe it's a chronic illness, something that has been on you for a long time, maybe it's a, a, a relationship, maybe it's this whole COVID season that we're in, it's easy to, people are, People are oftentimes depressed and discouraged. I want to suggest a song to you to look up and just download this into your, into your playlist if you have a, a smartphone or something. And, just, and it is a blessed song. It's by a group, Casting Crowns, Praise You in This Storm. Many of you know this song. It is such a wonderful song that, that, that talks about, God, I, I would have thought that by now the, the rain would have stopped but it hasn't, it's still raining. And, but Lord, I'm gonna praise you even in this storm. And it's such a beautiful song and ministers to me. And I know it's ministered to many of you as well. I wanna encourage you, if you are struggling with something chronically long-term, no matter what it is, that, that, that's vexing you at all, I can please download that one and listen to it and, and then uh, give me a good report about how it encouraged you. Matthew chapter nine, please, Matthew nine. See, my friends, God is there for us. Yeshua is there for us. He wants to help us even in these times because there are going to be these times. Matthew 9, 20 says this. The story of Yeshua, you have heard the story. Just then a woman losing blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the seat seat of Yeshua's garment. For she kept saying to herself, if only I touch his garment, I will be healed. But then Yeshua turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has made you well. That very hour, the woman was healed. Note here, my friends, <clears throat> that it doesn't say that she was bleeding for a day or a week or even, or even 18 months of a pandemic. My friends, she had been bleeding for 12 years. 12 years. The Bible has so much to teach us, y'all. We, we all have such a way to go. 12 years, 12 years. How long? You gotta think that that's the way the, the, way the woman felt. How long? 12 years nonstop with this issue. 12 years, how long? Gosh, you have to believe that she thought this. But the key, my friends, was that she needed a touch from the master. Yeshua healed her after she reached out and touched Yeshua's seat seats. Wow. What an example of persistence. What an example. She had not given up. See, when you get to heaven, ask this woman, was it worth it? Was it worth it to wait that long? My friend, she touched Yeshua. She touched Yeshua. Her persistence served as a model and serves as a model to millions of people. Ooh, that was dramatic. <laughs> Has served as a model to millions of people, including, by the way, many women through her story in the scripture. I love how this woman pushed through a lot of societal norms to get 
to Yeshua and said, yes, I just want to touch his tzitzit. What an example this woman has been pushing through. In the moment, it surely must have felt like how long, how long, but ask her when you get to heaven, was it worth it? As she spends eternity with God, and I bet she says, yes, it was worth it. It was worth it to push through and to not give up, to keep going. Even though it felt like a long time at the time, hello, this is a lesson to all of us. Do you see? Do you see this is for all of us? We must all keep the big picture in mind, for God clearly keeps in mind the big picture. Mark chapter 13, please, as we prepare to, as I share with you one more interesting point that I think pulls this all together. Because we know in these end days, things will be hard. People will fall away. Times will get harder, friends. So we read in scriptures about famine, plague, hello, pestilence, wars. Yeshua told us that these things would happen before he would return. In fact, in Mark chapter 13 is one of the places where we read about Yeshua telling us the, the, the signs of the end times and what's going to happen, if you will, before Yeshua returns, before he comes back. And what do we read? Verse 19, Yeshua tells us, for in those days there will be trouble such as has never happened, not since the beginning of the creation, which God created until now and never will. And unless Adonai had cut these sh uh, short these days, no one would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect whom he chose, he cut short the days. Wow. And so when things all look so bleak, what will happen? When these bleak things are, are going on, what will happen? Verse 26, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and will gather together his chosen from the four winds from the end of the earth to the end of heaven. Skipping to verse 32. But of that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven or the Son except the Father. Wow, when Yeshua comes back, y'all. Beloved, in hard seasons like this, we have to keep the big picture in mind. When you're struggling or are very weary, we have to trust in God's loving kindness. Despite whatever trials and tribulations that we go through, we have to remember that God has been good to us. We can't give up. We can't surrender. We just need to reach out for Yeshua's tzitzit. How long? How long until morning? How long until we're fully past this pandemic? How long until the pain stops? How long until Yeshua's return? Not as soon as we might like but soon enough. We just have to wait on Him because joy comes in the morning. The title of my message is How Long? Let's bow our heads. Oh, thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord, for <laughs> Your encouraging message. I received that, Lord. Thank You. <laughs> 
I want to ask if there's anybody here. First, I want to pray for everybody. There may be people here or watching online or listening on the podcast who are just wore out of all this. It's just, boy, it's been a challenge. We've talked about it. Maybe there's a different situation that you're going through, something else that's hard in your life that you've been chronically dealing with for a long time. And it just feels like, how long? Oh my gosh, how long? If that's you, man, this message was for you. God is trying to speak to you. And he's speaking to you, Psalm 13, where he says, God, you've been good to me. He puts it in perspective. It's so hard. It was hard for David. Don't, don't condemn yourself, but rather be encouraged by the word of the living God to your soul. He's speaking to you. When you say, how long? Do you just cry on his shoulder when you need to? You fall asleep in his lap. He's there for you. His loving kindness can be trusted. His love for us is everlasting. Nothing can separate us from his love. Thank you, O Lord God. Thank you, O Lord. God, I pray uh, just a spirit of encouragement come upon our congregation and everybody watching, everybody listening. God, that the circumstances that we go through are going to be in the rearview mirror at some point, whatever it is that people are going through. It strikes me that as we've been online now for obviously a year and a half, it strikes me that at some point we're going to be past this thing, but this message is still going to remain online. And all of us are going to be able to go back to this message and say, wow, and that was a tough season, but now we're past it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That time's coming. That time's coming. In the meantime, hey, we wait on the Lord. We trust in Him. We praise Him in this storm. And we don't let anything get in the way. No, no, no division, no disunity, no this, that, or the other. Certainly no virus is going to get in the way of us praising the living God. Oh my gosh. No, our faith will not be shaken. Hello. Because mm. He is our defense and we will not be moved. I want to ask if there's anybody here who's never said a prayer to receive Yeshua into your heart. If you've never given your life to God but you want to, raise your hand. We'll pray together if that's you anybody if you're watching online or listening you've never prayed a prayer to receive Yeshua into your heart repeat this simple prayer after me say dear God I accept Yeshua into my heart I believe he's risen again sitting at your right hand please forgive me of my sins I'm sorry I'll live the rest of my days for you oh God in Yeshua's name if you said that simple prayer and believe it in your heart please send us an email or a note so that we can encourage you Oh, but I'm really encouraged for all of us, my friends. Oh. Challenging days, yes, but the end days, amen. Days that the prophets only dreamed to see. Days when Israel is a nation again and, and Messiah is coming back soon. 
thank you, O Lord. Thank you for everything you're doing. God, we love you with all of our hearts. In Yeshua's name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethhalel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and shalom. Nine, 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 nine.